Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. Burns and Gambo at Holiday Heroes, presented by Backfit Health and Spine. 5 o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo Show. And yes, we are live from GCU's Championship Golf Course today. And yes, you still have an opportunity to donate to Operation Santa Claus. And it's presented by Sanderson Ford. This is our Holiday Heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus. Presented by Sanderson Ford. Real simple way for you to get involved. Text the word DONATE to 620-620. You'll be entered to win our final batch of autographed sports memorabilia that will be given away here in the next 20 minutes or so. Some big-time items that we're giving away, including a really slick black alternate helmet from the, the Arizona Cardinals. Signed by Larry Fitzgerald, Devin Booker jersey in there as well. All you need to do is make a minimum $20 donation by texting DONATE to 620-620, and you can get in on that. But hurry, you've got about 20 minutes or so before we give that away. Of course, all of it benefits Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson. Yes, Operation Santa Claus, benefiting five great local charities. The more you donate, the more chances you have to win. A Ford F-150 super truck from the great people at Sanderson Ford, David Kimberly and Max and all the great people over there give back to the community in so many ways. Or you could win a Lincoln Corsair from the Sanderson Lincoln dealership. So the more you donate, the more chances you have to win. All right. You've got about a half hour to be able to do that. Uh, Mitch, I leave it up to you. I meant to do the Twitter poll update, and I forgot all about it. If Eric's still around, we could do it here or if not. We can certainly go right into our conversation about Kyla Murray and what the Cardinals are going to do. Burns and Gambo need to know. Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. Sorry about that, Eric. It's always a crazy day down here when we're doing this in a good way. Uh, my apologies for overlooking your Twitter poll update. I know it's Cardinals related, so let's get into it. What do you it's got? It's okay, Bernsey. They actually don't let me leave until we do this, so I appreciate you getting to it. Yeah, all right. we didn't do it today. He'd be stuck. He'd be there all overnight. All waiting. overnight. Just, just twiddling waiting. my thumbs, waiting. Uh huh. Exactly. Well, we're going to be waiting a long time for Kyler Murray to return to the field. We're going to assume for this question he is out for the start of the 20. 2023 season. That being said, who should the Arizona Cardinals starting QB be week one? Colt McCoy, a free agent signing, or a trade acquisition? Definitely not a trade. No, I don't want to give up assets. Don't don't trade I don't want assets. To give up assets. I'm going free agent because I think that he'll be out longer than two or three games. But that's my opinion. I it's hard to know because we're not doctors and we don't know. But I'm gonna say Colt McCoy because I'm gonna think optimistically that he will be back after three games, and I think Colt is good enough for three games. What's our audience say? Forty-eight point eight percent say bring in somebody new via free agency. In second place at 36.8%, they say roll with what you know, Colt McCoy. 14.5% say trade acquisition, but a lot of comments say draft a quarterback. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I even saw a crazy story today about, like, they should draft Malik Willis. Like, there was a story out there. Like, it's like the speculation is just rampant. Like, what, what are you, like you've invested all this money in Kyler Murray. You're not drafting a quarterback. You're not going from Rosen to Murray to a new quarterback all in a four-year span. It's not going to happen. Malik Willis, who's been already drafted by the Tennessee Titans. Oh, it wasn't him. It was who, who was I thinking? I don't know. With some, because I'm like Malik. Malik Willis is yeah, yeah, ineligible yeah, to be drafted. Uh, you're right, he is ineligible to be drafted. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure who they were talking about, but it wasn't him. I know that. 
drafting a quarterback. Well, here's one I hadn't thought of before. Um, see, that's okay. So here's a person. So you're drafting trade. him for it what? Trade. Oh, it was a trade. Okay, it was trade, not draft. Trade. What, yes. What, what, so what are you talking about? You're talking about drafting a quarterback so he can play six games. Seven games? He's got no long-term future. Kyler Murray's going to be a quarterback for at least the next two years when he's healthy because of the contract. That seems to be, at that point, you might as well trade a draft pick for a quarterback. If you're going to draft one, I, I mean, who, you, don't, you don't. You could draft one in the first round. You're going to have a top five pick. Yeah, well, you wouldn't chop six picks. You wouldn't do that. No. They would no. find a way to play him at wide receiver anyway. It's fine. <laughs> no, like, listen, if anything, after how many sacks did they give up yesterday? Six. You got to draft an offensive lineman. Six. Yeah. If the pick's not an offensive lineman or an edge rusher, I'm going to be beside myself. Well, it's either that or they got to spend a fortune in free agency on offensive linemen. They got to do that, too. They've got to address that in the worst kind of way. Now, I don't I don't think you draft one because you're he's going to be stuck behind Kyler Murray for the next two or three years. Yeah, he'd be able to play for the first six games of the season while you don't have Kyler, but then after that, what's the point? So waste a draft pick. No, it's it's either sign free agent or ride Colt McCoy out, and I think a lot of it just depends on how long Kyler's going to be out. Now, you know, the, the what-if scenario with all of this is, you know, Kyler got his contract extension this offseason. Can you imagine if he hadn't? Can you imagine if he if he hadn't, the Cardinals would, he would be Baker Mayfield. The Cardinals could look, if they didn't do the deal, right, if they didn't do the deal and just say he didn't hold out and he played $5 million, he'd be getting $5 million this year, $23 million next year. You could be like, okay, we're going we're gonna to play you at 23, no contract extension. You're coming off an ACL injury. You'll get 23. And then after next year, if he plays well, you franchise tag him or do a new deal. If he doesn't play well, you're done. You're done with him. You got two years and $28 million, and you're done with him. Instead... I mean, and this is, I mean, I got to give credit to Eric Burkhardt. He's got $190 million guaranteed against injury for his quarterback. I mean, he pushed the issue and pushed the issue to make sure that he would not be Baker Mayfield. Because if he never got a deal done, if Kyler never did a deal and said, okay, I'll just play it out, he wanted to be Lamar Jackson and play it out. He'd be caught between a rock and a hard place. He'd have no options. Sure. You'd be $23 million next year, and you're going to miss half the season. You're not going to play well. They're not going to give you a new deal. They may not even franchise tag you. They may just let you go after next year and just cut their losses. Yeah, and of course, if you're the Cardinals, you, you, you sign him because you think he's the guy that you grow around, not because you worry about injuries or things like that. But I understand kind of the Monday morning quarterbacking. Here's the thing. We talked about Kyler and his contract all offseason long. We had so many conversations about it. Our head was spinning by the end of it all. You had me convinced, and I became convinced, that he was never going to play for $5 million. No, and I, and I, I was simply I, I convinced it. based on the daily conversations I had with, you know, the people I was speaking with. He wasn't playing for $5 million. And, and I believe and Because so, of this reason. Because this is the reason, this right, reason here. right here. They well, were never going to allow right. him to play because if this happened, then he's screwed. So for any fan out there saying, oh, they should have stuck to their guns, they should have held firm, they he should have, have given him the contract, I believe he wouldn't have played. I believe because I, 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 can I you truly believe that. Can you imagine if you're the agent and you don't get a deal done and you let him play for $5 million, he blows out his knee right now, and now you, you're not the agent anymore. You're not the agent anymore. No, you're, and you're not the agent for anybody anymore. Because they're going to be like, you're not, you don't do a good job for your clients. You're, you're, not, you're not the agent anymore. So, right. look, look, at this point, we can hindsight this thing to death. It happened. It's done. He's under contract. And because he's under contract, uh, like like next year, I was I was looking at his money. He's only like... 
Kyler is like $16 million under the cap next year. I mean, it's very manageable next year. It's the year after that Ooh, yeah. where it jumps up to like $51 million. And the year after that, it's like $45 million against the cap. And they're, he's here for a couple of years. And so at, at this point, I think more importantly than hindsighting the contract and whether he should have signed it or not is what sort of quarterback is Kyler Murray going to be on the other side of this? What's he going to do with this downtime? What's he going to do? What was the comment that Steve Young was making the last time they were on Monday Night Football? He needs to go back to school yeah. and not act like he knows everything about quarterbacking in the NFL and kind of relearn the position. Can he use this downtime productively to kind of understand that there's a lot he still has to learn about being quarterback in the NFL and show a willingness to learn that. If so, I'm not going to say this was the best thing that could have ever happened to him. I wouldn't do that. But what version of Kyler Murray is waiting for us on the other side of this? How devastating is the injury? When they get in there, they may see more damage. You know, there's ACL, there's MCL, there's PCL, there's LCL. There's there's all these different injuries. Like, you let the swelling come down. You know, it's an ACL injury. Let's find out the extent of the injury. It could be more damaging than what we were told. Um but we know it's an ACL injury. We know he's going to miss a lot of time. He is a mobile quarterback, a north-south, east-west runner. Um, so that's the thing that you've got to look at. You know, Can he come back from that and still be effective being a guy that runs a lot compared to just a pocket passer? I would imagine in the next day or so we'll get much more information about expected timetables, what we think this is going to be and what this could look like. I wonder if we will because, again, you have to let the swelling go down and get in there and see. But, yeah. you know, I, I, there's I, gotta be an er- there should be probably an early estimate of how long I would it's going to be. So. I would think so. We've got the Burns and Gambo Show podcast. You can subscribe right now on your iPhone or your Android. You'll never miss our show. The Burns and Gambo Show podcast is brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. The Suns, they did something they had not done since before the bubble. And it wasn't good. That's next. Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, what's on tonight? The games that we're going to watch this evening here on the Burns and Gambo show. Yeah, we're off a little early today because we've got Suns basketball coming up. Six o'clock tip time. You'll hear it here on the Arizona Sports app, 98.7, and right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We've also got the Coyotes taking on the Sharks tonight. The Coyotes... Didn't they? Big win over the Bruins. I know. I thought they were done with this road stuff. They're in San Jose tonight. Well, there was a couple of games home. Then they're back on the road. I was just kidding. 8.30 face-off there. You'll hear that on ESPN 620. Did you see the brawl between the Coyote fans and the Bruins fans in the stands? That was awesome. (laughs) I did see that. That was just awesome. I saw John Tortorella. He was was asked a question about Mullet Arena. He's like, you know, I was talking with a guy, player who was in there like a couple days ago. He said the atmosphere was great. There were fans like brawling up in the stands and everything. shouldn't advocate for fighting. That should not happen. You should go to the game and be respectful of others. So lawyers wanted you to say that, so I'm glad you... I heard somebody got their finger bit off. What? Man, it was in the brawl. Like haymakers getting thrown. Get out of here. Somebody bit somebody? Are you serious about that? It's going around that somebody's finger got bitten off in that brawl, yes. Was this Mike Tyson and Evander Holofield? No, not an ear. I mean, same thing. You bite something. Why would you bite somebody to fight? Who bites in a fight? Mike Tyson, one of the famous boxers like, of all time. You can't have a fight and bite somebody. <laughs> I mean, I think we covered That's this not already. Fair. <laughs> you can't bite no, somebody. It's not fair. Uh, and then Dambo's favorite team in the whole wide world is in action tonight. 
They're down. Arizona basketball taking on Texas A&M yeah. Corpus Christi. You know what's going to happen at Texas A&M Corpus Christi? They're going to lose. Cor- I said Corpus Corpus Crispy. Did you say crispy? I, I like they were a donut or something. Corpus yeah. Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi. A couple of good Texas fighters A&M. came out of there. The Warren brothers, Frankie Warren, good fighter out of Cor- Corpus Christi, Did they Texas. fight anybody? I don't think they ever bought yeah, anybody. Good. Two good fighters, the two brothers, the Warren brothers. That's what's on tonight. Those yeah. are the games that we're going to watch this evening. So we're off a little early tonight because we got a 6 o'clock tip time between the Suns and the Rockets. But don't worry. We'll be back tomorrow straight up 2 o'clock for four full hours of the Burns and Gambo show. We still have our two-minute warning coming up uh, to our last thoughts on the Cardinals' loss to the Patriots last night. But one more time, we're out here at GCU, their championship golf course, Operation Santa Claus, presented by Sanderson Ford. And you've got some thank yous to give out. Yeah, well, of course, we got to thank uh, you know our primary sponsor here, Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale. So many decades of giving back to the community. Sanderson Ford really does a great job of giving back to the community. So David Kimberly and everybody over there, we thank you. A great dealership. And Sanderson Lincoln as well, just east of the I-17 on Bell Road. Grand Canyon University for hosting this amazing event again. They really do put on a great show. We want to thank Grand Canyon University. Moving Team 6. Met all the people from Moving Team 6. They've been a part of this station and this event for a long time. And we want to thank them. And Dr. Roddy and Backfit Health and Spine with 10 Valley locations. Uh, they are primary sponsor as well. So thank you to all the great people at Backfit Health and Spine. Our last chance, donate. So text the word donate to 620-620. Make your donation here. In another minute or so, we're going to read out the final name and the last winner of the giant package. So in the meantime, Suns basketball coming up. Four-game losing streak. Gambo, longest they've had as an organization since March of 2020. That was pre-bubble. Phoenix Suns. Wow. That's how long it's been since they've lost four straight Can you imagine games. going into the bubble saying over the next two years they're not going to lose, they're not going to have a four-game losing streak until, like, you wouldn't have believed that they uh, they would climb to the top of the mountain so quickly. But listen, Devin Booker was out. Um, I think Book maybe has been, you know, not like 100% healthy those last few games. He's had some struggles. Just got Chris Paul back. Cam Johnson's been out. Dwayne Washington. So they've really been shorthanded. I thought they played a heck of a game uh, against New Orleans. Orleans on Sunday. After Friday's game, I thought they played a hell of a game. They didn't have Booker. They forced overtime on the Chris Paul uh, you know, basket, and then they, they lose in overtime. It was a good, hard-fought game. DA played well. McHale played well. That New Orleans team, whew, I tell you, they, are, they look a lot different with Zion playing, don't they? Yes, they do. A lot different. Well, they look good without Zion playing. They you know, did. When the saw him in the playoffs last year, but with Zion, when he's motivated and happy to play basketball the way he was, goodness, he's just a wrecking and Larry Nance Jr. blew me away with how good he is on that team. Yeah. I really was blown away by his contributions. He's a good basketball player, but he really fit in well with them. No Devin Booker tonight. They'll be without his services again because of the hamstring injury. The hope is that that was the cause of his problems, that that was the reason why he was struggling so much. It's been a rough week for Devin Booker. Um, we'll see when he comes back into action. But the Rockets kind of started this slide to a certain extent for them. Yeah, they won that game against Phoenix. They were a young team. You know, they, uh, they they play hard. They're a young team that plays extremely hard. They're well coached. And, you know, so they, they handed it to the Suns. The Suns came back and beat the hell out of San Antonio. And then they started this slide where they got beat really bad by Boston. And they, they, they've had some, they've had the four-game losing streak. All right. It is time for our final grand prize winner, the Arizona Sports Ultimate Fan Package. Larry Fitzgerald helmet. Christian Fisher jersey. Devin Booker jersey. Alec Thomas baseball goes to Joe Elaine. 
Elaine Jones. Joe Elaine Jones, congratulations. You are the winner of the giant Arizona Ultimate Sports Fan Package. Congratulations. Thanks for listening, and thanks to everybody who donated today for Holiday Hero. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's the Burns and Gambo two-minute warning. Final thoughts on yesterday's Cardinals game. Our two-minute warning, our final thoughts. I'll go ahead and start this one. I'm going to start, of course, with the news that is far more significant and important than the game itself, and that is of Kyler Murray. We will wait to see how long he'll be out next year, how many games he's going to miss next season with a torn ACL, and, of course, everybody feels awful for the kid. We were all looking forward to these last five games to see how he was going to take a negative, and all the negative attention he's received this season for the regression, the Patrick Peterson comments, and how he was going to turn that into a positive, and now we've been deprived of that. The biggest question I have about Kyler, move, Kyler Murray moving forward is going to be his mental state. Physically, he'll get over this. Physically, he'll recover. He's young. ACL surgeries are fairly common. Mentally, can he cut it loose the way Kyler Murray can cut it loose? Can he allow himself to play free after he's had this surgery? That, to me, will be as important, maybe more important, than how he physically recovers and gamble. We won't know that for months and months. I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the positive here. You know, they gave up 14 points off of uh, mistakes. Uh, the fumble by Hopkins, the interception by McCoy. Outside of that, you saw a pretty good effort by the defense, especially the young guys. Cameron Thomas with the hit on Mac Jones, which forced a bad throw, and an interception by Isaiah Simmons. The almost interception by Zayvon Collins. Another sack for Zach Allen. The play by Matthews. Some of the young... Jai Sanders had a good game. Some of the young players really stepping up, taking advantage of their opportunities. I know there's a lot of negatives to go around, but let's not forget how good some of these young defensive players are playing. All right, Absolutely. They did play very well yesterday defensively. That's going to do it for us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Suns basketball is next. We're back with you tomorrow straight up 2 o'clock right here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone.